Hello there, this is Ed McCarty. Welcome to Hooking It Podcast with everything horses and livestock. Hi everyone, this is Melissa Cowan. And this is Jan Harrington Barkus. And we're with Hooking It Podcast. And today joining us is Brandon McLaggen. Did I say it right, Brandon? Close enough. Call me late for dinner. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so, Brandon's with us today, and Brandon is um, rodeo announcer because you're an auctioneer. Mm-hmm. And then yep. um, you have a lot of experience with people and their horses. And so, today we're going to, the topic is how horses help humans and what you've observed in your own life. So, we'll start there. If you'll just kind of tell us, I know you had a favorite horse. And, oh, yeah. Um, Tell us about the horses and how they've affected your life. Well, throughout my life, I uh, grew up on a farm there in West Central Missouri. Uh, grandma and Grandpa uh, pretty well had horses all through my youth. Um, they didn't have any for a while. And then when I turned probably, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there, uh, we got a few few new ones. Um, kind of my first memories are, are a bay mare that my aunt had named Lady. Um, a paint a paint mare that that my grandma and grandpa bought me named Pearl, and then we had a, a one-eyed roan mare named Misty, and uh, those are kind of my first memories of horses. Um, back that were my own, but back before that, uh, they had some Appaloosa horses that that I remember. I remember seeing pictures and hearing stories. Uh, my grandpa had a an Appaloosa that he called Pit. And uh, sold him to the neighbor, and as the story goes, the neighbor rode the horse to town, which was about eight miles from where we lived, uh, rode him into the bar, up on top of the pool table, oh, laid oh him gosh. down, drank a beer, got back on him, and went home. Oh, my word. That so, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I don't encourage anybody to ride their horse into the honky-tonk and lay him down on the pool table. But, uh, it, you know, that just kind of... Um, Horses were always a part of our life. Um, you know, we just trail rode um, right there around the place and with the neighbors. Uh, the neighbors had pulling horses and mules, and uh, they'd hook up their wagon on Sunday afternoon, and, and we might go seven, eight, nine, ten miles round trip, uh, maybe even longer. At that age, I, I didn't have a very good speedometer, so I don't know how far we went. But We all rode all day long, right? Had to get back. I I had to get back to the uh, farm at four o'clock, so you learned to, uh, I didn't have a watch, and so I learned to watch the sun. Did you do that? (laughs) No, I just, whenever Dale, whenever Mr. Dale said it was time to go home, uh, they'd turn the team and wagon around, and we'd head back the other way. That was it. Oh, that's a feel. That's fun. That sounds like a fun childhood there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, throughout the auction industry, I've been a part of it ever since I can remember too. And, and, uh, you know, selling horse sales, um, I sold, I've sold horse sales off and on forever. And, you know, when somebody buys a horse at a sale, you always see, especially if it's for a little kid, you know, the kid just lights up whenever they finally figured out that, mom and dad bought me that horse or grandpa bought me that horse their eyes just light up and you can walk back back there in the back of the barn and and see them you know hugging and loving on their horse and and uh it's just a cool deal they horses have always brought you know they can there's a lot of things that can happen with a horse a lot of great things and uh it's just really cool to be a part of it 
no matter what capacity it's been for me. It's nice just to uh, break away and go out and, and ride your horse and clear your mind and, and get off of all the, you know, computers and work and whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So that's, that's good. So with your own, yep. you know, as an adult, you, what's your experience with hor- your, your horses now? Okay. Um, started out probably 2000, uh, 12, 13, 14, um, started out, uh, with a couple rodeo committees that wanted me to go horseback. And, uh, so I bought a gray horse. Um, well, I'll just the whole backstory. Um, I had bought two or three horses that never would work for what I wanted. And, uh, I called Chuck McKellop, CR McKellop's rodeo company. And I said, Chuck, I want a horse I can announce off of. And uh, Chuck said he had a gray horse and a chestnut horse and told me to come get both of them and try them. We agreed on a price, and uh, I went and picked both of them up. First night, I tried the chestnut horse, uh, rode him out in the middle of the arena, dropped the reins on his neck, and he wanted to dance around. So I knew he kind of wasn't the ticket. The second night, I got on the gray horse, and and the gray horse was ugly, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> had, a, had a head on him like a bucking horse, had half an ear, um, but was the brokest joker I've ever been around. Um, I rode him out in the middle of the arena, dropped the reins on his neck, and he dropped his head and stood there. Oh, that's cool. And, and Frosty was the one that kind of, quote, unquote, put me on the map as far as the horseback announcing goes. Uh, I took him from Michigan to Mississippi, Tennessee, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, uh, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, Illinois, everywhere for from 2013 till I lost him in 2017. Um, wow, he made I a lot of trips. Yeah, he, he made a lot miles. of trips. Yep, I think I figured it up and... And 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17, um, five years of, of going and going pretty good. Um, we averaged 80 performances a year. That's fantastic. So, it is. Oh, and one yeah. thing that I see about, um, you know, the horses not being perfect. Yeah, we all want that gorgeous horse, and that's the goal and everything else. But, you know, maybe he did inspire somebody standing out there with an ear off that you don't have to be perfect. Uh, you know, everything doesn't have to be perfect, and look where he's at. You know, he got yeah. all those miles and miles and, and you know, rodeo lime life in the arena, and, and he had a job and did good. Mm-hmm. And you guys he, – Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you guys ended up having a really close, trusting relationship, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've got pictures of both my kids on him, of Blake on him and Harper on him. Um, he was just really, really special to me and my family. And even here today, I kind of get choked up thinking about it because since I lost him in 2017, um, had another horse that I called, uh, um, I can't remember what I called him. <laughs> uh, the big, the big paint horse I rode, uh, I had him for a couple years and, and got along well with him and then, uh, bought the yellow horse in eh, probably 2000, 
no, it was 17, 2017. Um, and, and he's been, I'm going to say just as good. Um, it takes a special kind of horse to, to be able to stand there with bucking horses around them and bulls and, and clown acts and, and bombs and fire. And, and, uh, I I've been lucky. I've been blessed. I've had three really good ones and, uh, just hopefully, hopefully I can keep them sound and, and, uh, um, keep going. Um, I've got Budweiser, which is an old retired pickup horse that I got from Robert McLaren, which came from Freddie Crater. That horse is probably, he's in his upper twenties and I'm not afraid to, to take him to any rodeo in the country. Um, just got to kind of watch how far I, I haul him. He's got a shoulder deal and, uh, um, I'll probably take him some places this, this year that are close. And then, of course, Rooster, my yellow horse, he'll he'll start with me in a couple of weeks. We'll be in uh, Oklahoma, no Illinois. Um, take him to Decoin, Illinois, and uh, then he'll be in the trailer every weekend till we till we quit in the fall. Well, uh, and that horses, like you said, they're just so important. And we seen a photograph of you at the side of the arena and a kid had climbed up uh to mm-hmm. to talk and to pet your horse and stuff like that so you know they have to be all around they have to you know, the music on like you just said that you know, they need to be able to be crowd friendly and uh kids being able to walk up to them and yeah and adults yeah one one thing about rooster is if i'm kind of, if i'm you know Say I'm towards the edge of an arena, but I'm not plumb plumb to the side, and you know those kids will kind of congregate there, and he knows that hey I'm gonna get scratches if I walk <laughs> over here. He will he will walk away, and which no harm to me, but he will on his own turn and walk towards those kids and slide up next to that fence. And that's a special kind of horse. Yeah, he. Uh, he loves kids. He, he loves people. Um, he doesn't like me very much. Every time I saddle him, he pins his ears back. And I think, oh, tonight's the night, huh? But uh, <laughs> that's, just, that's just him. It's who he is. It's what he does. And, and, and we get along really well. That's fantastic. It is. I, um, I know it's really it's important to have that connection with the horse. And it sounds like he m- might be the, an, you know, a really good one for you. It's hard yep. to, when you have a favorite, it's hard to find another one. Another favorite. Uh-huh. <laughs> it really well, is. Well, I, when I lost Frosty in August of 2017, I I had my paint horse, and I pretty well said, you know, I'm done announcing horseback. Because I didn't think that there, and I've tried three or four more, you know, Mm -hmm. I I was always looking, I was always trying, you know, um, because I knew Frosty wasn't going to last forever. I know Rooster's not going to last forever. So I'm, I'm always kind of trying, looking, you know, and, uh, and I've gotten really lucky and, and these two guys plus Budweiser, um, plus Colonel, the, the, the other, the Bray and White paint horse, um, they've been solid and they've gone a lot of miles. Well, and that's amazing too, that they have. And, and you know, I, it just hurts my heart when they start getting older. Cause you know, I, I, I hate to see that. Um, 
because we I use them a lot too and they get up there in the age and I just try to make their life as comfortable as I can. What's uh, nice though is there's so much uh, out there to maintain a horse. Mm-hmm. And so these horses in the, even up into some of the horses 30s I've seen uh you know our rodeo family be able to uh, you know, have those little bitty bitty kids on them because mm-hmm. they those horses have been there and done that and yeah. you know these not these uh, nicer trailers and stuff gives them a great ride, doesn't it, um, Brandon? To to oh, be yeah. able to maintain their legs and the feed and and all that. Yep. And yep. you see yep. a lot of folks um, with their horses out in your business, but especially at the rodeo. So you see a lot of people that have good connections with their horses, don't you? Hey, Melissa, let's take a quick break. Thank you for joining us today. Our podcast is sponsored by Better Equine, the manufacturer of BE saddle pads, Bee Tree, pure and natural skin and body care products, and Living Life Ranch, located in Gardner, Kansas. And, and now, now we're back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see. Uh, you know, on a, on a, summer basis you know doing 50 60 70 perks a year you know i see a lot of people from from the prca you know down through junior high rodeo um you know i i work them all and and uh it's really neat really special to see some of these kids you know i say kids but but these junior high and high school kids that i watch here in the state of missouri you know watch them progress with a horse throughout their career mm-hmm. um, and how they take that, care of them really cool yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it's a testament to what their their parents and their families willing to do and 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 the kids are willing to do you know um, a lot of people talk about you know spoiled rodeo kids yeah mm-hmm. there are some you you cannot deny that fact but a majority of these kids they get up they help they take care of their animals they do what needs to be done and and uh it's it's just neat to get to watch it to me that just sets them to take care of families as they get older and they get married and they have kids or you know be in relationships and stuff you know the respect and taking care and doing the right thing uh is stems from that exactly exactly you know responsibility for me, responsibility started with a blue healer dog, mm-hmm. and I was six, seven, eight years old, and uh, it's just gone from there. Right. You know? And 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 I think, I think as young adults, we all struggle through a time period. We're like, ah, I don't need to do that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and with your job, you, know, you have this job where you get to see. Touch all these people lives. yeah and how the horses connect everyone it you know everybody you get new friends <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know you just meet so many people in the horse world don't you oh yeah um i i've been in college uh met a guy named sam powell through purina and uh that was a really cool experience um uh, ernie rodina got to meet ernie uh bill and Jana. You, Melissa, a lot of the connections I've made are because of a horse and because of, you know, two two reasons, a horse and my voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You do a like great a, that's job. How I, that's how I met Sam. I was in college at Sedalia. Uh, Sam was there for a clinic, and they said, we need somebody to introduce him. 
and somebody's like, McLaggen's got to do it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that, you know you're doing right the, when they want you yeah. to keep it going. Yeah. yeah. So what are um, your plans I, for 2023? Mm -hmm. uh, 2023, we've actually already started our, our rodeo season. Um, we started last weekend in Guthrie, Oklahoma uh, with McCoy Rodeo Company at Bull Nanza, um, which was really cool to get to be a part of that. Yeah, I seen that uh, advertised, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, that is that the first time that they took anything to Guthrie, right? Uh, this is the first time. Okay, so Bull Nanza started in 1987, mm -hmm. um, and and the first year that they had it, it was a basically a a memorial to Freckles Brown, which mm -hmm. was Lane Frost's hero and idol. Mm -hmm. um, and then. Since then, it's become a tribute to Lane Frost and Freckles Brown. Uh, but there was a lot of years that it didn't happen. I want to say it hasn't happened for seven or eight, maybe ten years. That's what I was thinking, that it hadn't. But uh, McCoy, that's the first time McCoy had brought it to Guthrie, correct? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah well, that's, that's the first time it's happened in, like I say, seven or eight, ten years. Wow, I'm glad um, they brought it back. Yeah, yeah, it, it was really neat. Uh, the Lane Frost brand, which is um, the Frost family, uh, Stetson, uh, they were the, the big presenting sponsors behind it. And, and uh, a Frost won it, Josh Frost won it, which would be Lane's second cousin, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, two of, the, two of the Frost boys placed, Josh and his little brother, Jake, they both placed at the, you know, rejuvenation of Bull Nanza, which is really cool. But uh, uh, from Bull, Bull Nanza, we've got a couple weeks off, and then uh, pro rodeos, uh, March, April, May, uh, June. June, we I qualified to the World Livestock Auctioneer Championship. And, Congratulations! Uh, yes, that's thank you, great. thank you. We're so, uh, we're going on on family vacation to Disney World and Sea World and all that, and then uh, uh, competing down there in Arcadia, Florida. Um, the second week of June, and then when we get back from there, it's locked down and going every weekend. Um, uh, whether they're PRCA rodeos, URA, MRCA, IRCA, um, got a lot of rodeos on the schedule. Uh, there's been some some doors that have closed, but some more doors have opened in that place, and and I'm really thankful for that. And uh, we're just got our heads down and rocking and rolling and going. Sounds like you're doing good. Uh, when you get back from your competition, please give us a buzz and, and update our listeners. We'll be excited to, to see how that went and, you know, the people there, how that goes, and um, educate us all on, on that competition. Yeah. I've never okay. been to one. I was going to ask yeah. about that. Yeah. That'd be great if you could come back and talk to us about that. You bet. You bet. The, the, we've talked a lot about the the – or the announcing side of what I do and, and not much about the auctioneering side, but, uh, it's just as, just as important to me. And, and, uh, you know, I sell cattle sales and real estate sales and, uh, so, and, and a few horse sales. So, uh, hopefully we'll get to see some folks out there on the road, whether we're at sales or rodeos and, and, uh, come up and tell us, uh, tell us you heard about us on the, on the podcast and we'll enjoy visiting with you yeah that'll well, be great neat to be with the family too you can take your family mm -hmm. on a lot of the stuff that you're doing mm -hmm. oh yeah yep they uh you know while while harper and blake are in school of course they don't get to go blake's in oklahoma uh senior this year um 
I got to brag on my kids a minute. He's uh, he was a, a stud football player, but now he's got into powerlifting, and the kid doesn't have any clue how strong he is. Um, I'm very very proud of him. In fact, I'm leaving this afternoon to go watch him at the at his regional powerlift tomorrow. And if he does good there, which I'm sure he will, um, we'll be in Oklahoma City at his state competition next week. Um, and then Harper's seven. Yeah, yeah. Harper, she's seven. Um, she's she loves gymnastics. She's got her own set of golf clubs. Uh, she loves her dogs. She's got a little rat terrier, fox terrier. I don't even know what it is, but <laughs> but uh, Violet that goes with us everywhere we go and. So we're we're looking forward to a good year and, and hope to see some folks out on the road. You know, Brandon, um, your career allows you to spend this time with these kids, and I think that's just great for you. That What a blessing. Absolutely. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm, it really is. Well, we thank you for joining us today and always enjoy talking to you. And we will schedule another call, and we'll go through the auctioneer uh, career that you have. That'll be really an interesting topic. Yeah. All right. Thank you, ladies. Thank I appreciate you. It. Thank you.